Here we are now with another episode of the Andrew Lake podcast. And if you are a regular listener of the Andrew Lake podcast, please share your favorite episode as this will help me find my audience. It will help to find the people who are ready to hear what we are talking about here. And today, I'd like to talk about the Santa Claus. Have you seen this movie? This can be our movie review, or we can discuss the plot of this movie. It's not really a critique of the movie. It's a pretty good movie. It's a classic movie. Tim Allen, lead role, the Santa Claus. And I've got a few thoughts about this because I looked at the plot again. And then I thought about this phrase, the Santa Claus. And I realized there was a pun happening there, which is to do with, well, first of all, the business world, contract law. And then I thought this actually applies to life as well. This actually applies to what it means to be born. And that really made me think. That really got some gears ticking over in my mind. Now, in contract law and business and paperwork and corporations and proprietary limiteds and companies and trusts and funds and investments and so on and so forth, there is all these different terms about margin loans and causes and exit loans and equity trading and repayments of finance and finance parameters, finance terms, interest rates, so on and so forth. And one of the terms is the cause, the clause, what happens in that clause. Now, when you get tied up in that world, when you're in the business world, when you're in the investing world, there's always this thing in the back of your mind about that clause, which is if a certain thing happens, then this certain other thing must happen. Now, many a time in the case of business, it's the thing that you don't want to have happen. And when it happens, you realize, oh, that clause has been enacted, and now the thing that I hoped would never have to happen has to happen. And there can be that thing in business where you're entering into a contract and you think, is this a mistake? Is this something I'm going to regret later on? And there are many movies about this. There are many stories also about this motif of signing your life away, that moment where you sign on the dotted line. You know how that that image of just sign right here. You can use my pen. There's always a there's always this thing of oh 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 I I I don't trust. I don't trust. Trust is not happening. No trust happening. Something bad is going to happen. And it's so enticing. It's just like, oh, you want to sign on the dotted line and they're trying to convince you everything will be so good. This is such a great business deal. Sign on the line. Well, that's the image of the clause. That's the image of what happens. And well, what happens with 
Tim Allen. He gets sucked into a clause where he doesn't realise that something has happened. He bites off more than he can chew. He figures out that, actually, this is more than I bargained for because Santa's on the roof. Tim comes out and says, hey, what are you doing up there? And Santa falls off and dies. And so he got sort of roped into it by, you know, picking up this card and says, if anything happens to me, put on the suit and the reindeers will know what to do. And so he puts on the suit and somehow he gets caught up in this role of being Santa for a night. He sort of just has one little thing lead to another, right? Now, doesn't that just sound like the business world? Doesn't that just sound like the investing world? It's not as though one day someone says, hey, would you like to be a businessman? Hey, would you like to be an investor? It's more like these little things just creep up. Just one little thing after another. Something as small as just seeing a card next to a Santa suit in the snow. And then all of a sudden you've realized, well, actually I didn't sign up for this. This is more than I've been able to bargain with. And Tim goes off and he meets the elves and he has this big trip and he does all the presents and all this sort of stuff and he has this wild adventure. And what happens the next day? Well, he wakes up and he's back where he started. He's back in his bed. Now for him... It was all just a bad dream. For him, it was just, whoa, what a crazy trip that was. And he thinks, well, it's back to work. Once the holiday season is over, everything back to normal. I'll just continue how my life has always continued. Now for his son, who came along with him, well, things are a bit different. I mean, that's a bit of a side of the plot that maybe we'll get into in a moment, but to say a little bit more about Tim, he goes back to work and things start happening. He starts putting on weight, he starts getting red in the cheeks, he starts growing really long white hair and a beard and all this stuff. And what does he do when all his co-workers are just stunned? They're shocked at this change. Tim Allen, what happened to you? They can all see that it is drastically different. They can all see that things are so strange. What on earth happened to Tim over the Christmas period? And what does Tim say? Well, he comes up with some lame excuse. He just says, oh, I got a bee sting. I'm not fat. It's just a bee sting. And that is just like, now, come on. Everyone knows it's not a bee sting. It's so obvious to everyone. And they say, well, what about your clothes? And you say, ah, the laundromat burnt down. All my clothes were in it. And it's just like, all right, come on. You are obviously delusional. Obviously, you are just making up some lame excuse, some cheap excuse as to why you've changed, just to cover it up, just to play it down. And this is what happens when you embark on the hero's journey. When you go out and you discover the world and... You see what's really happening all around and actually it is possible in a very literal sense to visit 
Santa's workshop and to meet the elves. And when you do that, you will come back a different person. When you do that, you'll have the story go full circle. The journey will resolve itself. And yet everything will be different. And where you work, your friends, how you look, what you wear, how you talk, all of it will be changed. You'll be a new person. Now, let's get into Tim's son. Now, originally, Tim's son was thinking, eh, I don't really believe in Santa anymore. And the story goes that his parents were like, no, come on, you still got to believe in Santa. Let's, let's just keep believing. Come on. You should believe in Santa. You need something to believe in. And then, of course, well, he went on this trip with his dad. And then he came back and he was like, whoa, Santa is real. What a realization to have. Now, when you have this realization, (laughs) when you have this realization, I hope, well, first of all, I hope you do have this realization that Santa is real. And then, of course, I also hope that you have the enthusiasm that little son of Tim Allen or the actor in the movie, I don't know who it is, I've forgotten his name, I believe, or I hope that you have the same enthusiasm that he does because then all of a sudden he's telling his friends, my dad is Santa and there was an elf in there and we made, we had these drinks with these elves and this was happening in the workshop and I'm going to have this snow dome and he's got these, you know, he's all into it, right? So in a sense, in one way of looking at this, he's done what his parents wanted which was to believe again in Santa. But after some time, it becomes like, you know, holiday season is over, this is a bit much, and now you're really starting to say too much, and it's a little bit crazy, and we did say, yeah, believe in Santa, but we we didn't really mean it like that, like not too much, like this. So it shows the inauthenticity of what the adults really want for their children. And one of the side characters is the man who is actually the boyfriend, the new boyfriend of Tim Allen's wife. So Tim Tim and his wife are having issues. And his wife is actually separated from him. And she's now dating this other man. And now this other man is a significant character because he is a psychologist. He's a therapist. So he's the one, supposedly that helps you with your beliefs. He helps you with how you make sense of the roles that you're in. He's the one that makes sense of your life and what your life is all about. And yet he's also the one that's saying, now come on, this is a little bit much. It's not true. It's not really Santa. You're not really Santa. Santa doesn't really exist. Even though, also, he's been saying you should believe in Santa to this young boy. And it's hypocritical. It shows that the psychologists don't really know what their core beliefs are. They don't really know what their foundation is. They don't have the awareness or the self-knowledge that they themselves need in order to help the other people that are around them. 
to help the people that they're saying they are ready to help. And that's quite clever that that role is in there, that statement about psychologists is in there. And we all have a little bit of a thing with psychologists, I think. There's always this thing of, well, are you so sure about what you're preaching? Are you so sure about what you're saying? And it's very clever that that role is in there. Now, what happens to Tim? Basically, eventually, he gets to the point where he can't pretend anymore. He goes to the doctor and he says, look at all this stuff. And he keeps shaving his beard and it keeps growing back. And eventually, with all the consequences and all the drama surrounding it, he actually realizes that he is Santa. For real. Like, not not joking. He is Santa. Literally. And then things keep escalating and he gets the list which turns up of his at his house and he says, oh, okay, that's the song. He's getting a list, checking it twice. Okay, so I've got to check this list twice and it's this huge thing. And eventually he warms into the role. Eventually he steps up to it. And then that Christmas, by the time Christmas comes around, he's ready for it. And he's going to do the job. He's actually been able to come into his true self. He's been able to shed his own roles. And he's become really the thing that he was born to do. He's fulfilling his destiny. And in that critical moment where it's showtime, and he's got all his confidence, he's flowering in his identity, He's ready to be productive, to save the world again. To deliver a happy Christmas to all the children around the globe. Right at that moment, he walks in and his ex-wife and the psychologist are there and they say, okay, this is too much. You're under arrest. And he gets arrested. And that's the drama. That's the drama of the culture. That's the drama of society. That's the drama of the people around you. As to how they react when they see what you've become. When you really flower into what you are, which is so different to what you were. It's so different to their expectations of you. Now, the elves come out and save the day and they break Sandra out. And there's a whole bunch of drama and it's all a bit crazy, really, for my liking. It's too much action in this movie. And, of course, everything comes good and Santa does save the day. And the moment of truth is when the psychologist actually looks at Tim Allen and realizes that he is Santa. So he realizes it for himself. So when he accepts Tim Allen as Santa... There's this beautiful moment and it's very well acted. It's very well portrayed in the movie because you see this actor who, in his character, he's been saying these certain things, pushing these ideas, trying to get the right thing out. And there's a little glimmer in the eyes. There's the inner child that just comes forward just for a moment and he just says, Santa? And he says it, like the inner child. He says it with the innocence. And that's the moment when he realizes that it's true. 
And that's the moment, well, when all his psychology has gone out the window, right? He's a child again. And of course, also, the other, another side to this or another factor to this is that the psychologist has some unhidden, unresolved trauma about his childhood in Christmas. He didn't get the present that he wanted. And then Tim Allen delivers that present in a beautiful way and he realizes, wow. So it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful coming together. It's a beautiful opening. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful hero's story. It's a beautiful hero's journey. And in so many ways, this is the story of life. This is the story of how we find ourselves, well, in this situation. The claws, where you find yourself in a situation where certain things have to happen and you can't get out of it. Well, that's life. I didn't sign up for this. Have you ever thought about that for life? Have you thought of, ever thought about that for your life? I didn't have any idea what I was getting myself into. Now, the thing with life is that it's sort of just upon you before you even realize. It's not like there's a signing on the dotted line which you could have not signed on. So in another sense, it's a, it's a dirty cause. It's quite a trickery kind of cause. But you can see in this Santa story, this story of Tim Allen, that a cause can be turned into something quite beautiful. A cause can be the beginning of a journey. It can actually lead to all sorts of things. So it's a wonderful movie. It's a Christmas movie. Classic movie. Classic. It's probably being played all around Christmas time. And I believe it's now now's about the right time for us to be talking about those sorts of things. So those are some thoughts. Merry Christmas. Read the fine print in your next contract. And... Come into who you truly are. Be the beautiful Santa that you were born to be. Thanks very much for tuning in. And that's all I have to say for now.